1: Lincoln
3: Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong
4: and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Has the president spoken to any other world leaders since Kabul fell to the Taliban?
0: He has not uh, yet spoken with any other
1: world leaders.
0: I'm only smiling because of all the glowing articles about Jake Sullivan and and, and Joe Biden and his foreign policy experience. This was going to be the most experienced team ever assembled, and they were caught completely flat-footed. He can't tell us what they would have done differently. We know they didn't follow military advice. What we don't know is, did you also reject intelligence assessments or advice from anyone else? If he went out there today to make things better, they should send somebody else tomorrow. Yeah, no kidding. That's uh, Trey Gowdy there talking about Jake Sullivan's performance yesterday. Um, I found that to be like jaw-droppingly stunning. I now am in the camp of the Biden administration is completely incompetent. I didn't feel that way. I thought, you know, he's an old man and they misread this and that. And so, you know, normal stuff. They're freaking incompetent. I don't know what's going on there. He has spoken to zero world leaders. All those countries, including Great Britain, that had all those troops... Uh, and everything that's involved in Al-Qaeda reforming and terrorism, everything like that, you didn't talk to anybody the whole weekend? So then yesterday afternoon, he did call Boris Johnson so they could announce late in the day and say, no, he, he has spoken to Boris Johnson. Yeah, after Jake Sullivan went up in front of everybody in the middle of the day and, and answered that question in the negative. No, Joe Biden has not talked to a single world leader. How is that even possible? Nobody in the
3: region even.
0: How is that India, even possible? Yeah. You haven't yeah. ta- you haven't talked to anybody that's dealing with the refugees, anybody on the border. You haven't talked to uh, Great Britain, and they had a hundred thousand troops there at one time, and how they're going to get their people out. That I'm sure we're coordinating with them. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, he was in Camp David,
3: flew back to the White House to make the speech, then he flew right back to Camp David for whatever reason. I think they're
0: completely incompetent, and the fact you know, that Jake Sullivan answered those questions away did shows him to be incompetent.
3: Yeah, I've been reading uh, sections of Robert Gates' book, and I realize it's it's getting almost a little tired, that quote, but um his quote about Biden, that he's been wrong about virtually every foreign policy question in the last 50 years. And, uh, you know, he was no on killing uh, bin Laden. He was yes on invading Libya. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. And I just think somehow the guy at the top and the people with him are, for whatever reason... The, their perception of the world and the way it works is twisted in some way and I can't exactly put my finger on it exactly um, but they're just wrong a lot
0: they're bad at their jobs well as Trey Gowdy said this the Biden administration came in with the, now the grown-ups are back in charge this is the A team this is this is you know professionals dealing with this and then you got that Jake Sullivan national security advisor standing up there yesterday and saying things like we're going to hold the Taliban accountable to that you are how how do you plan to do that? No, we're going to get people out if the Taliban lets us. And you know that's the way it's working. And there are plenty of news stories out there, New York Times, Washington Post, wherever, explaining how we're bribing them to let us get the people out. So enough of your big talk about how we're holding the Taliban's feet to the fire.
3: Well, now, hang on. They could make us a, a strong speech at the U.N. or even a very strong speech at the U.N. So they have tools. You know what I like? I like... Uh, Clip forty two. Let's roll that. What you
1: can do is plan for all contingencies. We did that. The American forces now on the ground at H. are there because of contingency planning and drilling we did over the course of months. Preparing for a range of scenarios, including dire scenarios. I have been personally trying to tell this administration since it took office. I've been trying to tell our government for years that this was coming. We sent them plan after plan on how to evacuate these people. Nobody listened to us. They didn't plan for the evacuation of our Afghan wartime allies. They're trying to conduct it now at the 11th hour. We either take them now or these people are going to die.
0: Yeah, the idea that they were ready to go for this is just laughable. And there's nobody buying that. So I was about to say, not only did they handle the getting out badly, they're handling the communications around their mistake badly. They're making it worse by coming off as incompetent again. Telling people stuff that they know is not true just makes things worse for you. Right. You can't right. claim up the no, we we this we we foresaw all this. We we're ready to go on all of this. No, you're clearly flailing. You're clearly just like making this up. Uh, you're winging it as you go along. Yeah, obviously. Obvious to everybody.
3: Yeah. The whole uh this is not uh, Saigon. This is zero resemblance. No resemblance. B- Biden was pissed that anybody brought that up. And you know, I'm thinking about it. At least in Saigon we had an embassy and Americans came to the embassy, then they got evacuated from from there and a couple other places. Now, we have ten to 15,000 Americans in and around Kabul. They don't know where to go. The embassy's closed. It's damn near impossible to get to the airport or very difficult and very dangerous. And there's, I mean, there's not even a, a helicopter at the embassy alternative.
0: Well, Jake Sullivan's the guy that said to Savannah Guthrie, Uh, over the weekend Uh, savannah helicopters have been the mode of transportation for the (laughs) are you kidding me that's embarrassing how the hell has joe biden not been on the phone with world leaders trying to salvage this thing what has he been doing
3: i can't imagine i can't imagine I mean, if, if indeed the Chinese have sway with the Taliban and, and the Russians, you know, we have diplomatic channels with them. And, and perhaps they're being exploited secretly and I don't know about it. That's entirely possible. But, um, but they stated that Biden hasn't even talked to the leaders. You'd think that that's not a conversation that starts at your lower middle level and burbles its way up. That's when the big guy picks up the red phone and says, Hey, we we need help and we need it now.
0: So so uh, Jake Sullivan answers that question. Can you play that one again? Just because it's short. What you can do is plan for all contingencies. We did that. The American forces
1: now on the ground at H are there because of contingency planning and drilling we did over the course of months, no, I, preparing for a range of scenarios, want, including okay. dire scenarios.
4: No, I have been personally. T-
0: Forty four is the one I want to hear again.
4: Spoken to any other world leaders since
0: Kabul fell to the Taliban? He has not uh, yet spoken with any other world leaders. So everybody in that room and everybody watching that reacted the same way. What? So that became a like b- 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 floating around Twitter, social media. Can you believe this sort of thing? So then they arrange a call for Biden to talk to Boris Johnson, Prime Minister over there in uh, Great Britain, so that they could you know try to cover that up, but. Every step of the way on this thing starting a week and a half ago has been a backfooted response to their flailing and in trouble. Every step of the right. way. I wonder if Biden is uh
3: not doing well cognitively. That would explain a
0: lot. You see he can't be so round the bend. You know, I should I should I should talk to I should talk to the president of Pakistan, probably, about uh, the border. That's what I should do.
3: <laughs> Surely he's well, not that. Apparently, Well, how do, you, how do you explain he's hiding at Camp David and he's not talking to any world leaders? The- he makes a brief speech. No questions. Disappears again.
0: Well, Trey Gowdy was talking about how these, these people are incompetent, but he doesn't have anybody on his security team or Department of Defense or anything like that talking about these are the allies we need to talk to about. How about... Talking to these people on the level of how many troops can you get in there or planes or whatever to try to help us get some of our people and your people out. He's not having those conversations mm-hmm. the whole weekend. He never talked to one of them. It's just
3: uh, that's unfathomable to me. Well, Senator Rick Scott has an idea, Jack. He uh, tweeted the other day, inflation is raging. The debt ceiling expired. U.S. debt is headed for 45 trillion. Kabul is falling to the Taliban and encounters in the Biden border crisis just hit a 20 year high. Democrats control the House, Senate, and White House. What in the world is Joe Biden doing? Well, on Monday. Excuse me. On Monday, he quoted his same tweet while adding after the disastrous events in Afghanistan, we must confront a serious question. Is Joe Biden capable of discharging the duties of his office or has time come to exercise the provisions of the 25th
0: Amendment? Well, the biggest problem with that is wouldn't that make Kamala Harris president? I'll take ancient half out of his mind. Joe Biden over Kamala Harris any day of the week.
3: Well, you say that, but if the president is non compass somebody is pulling the strings and making the decisions minute wow. by minute you in the White House. you think they have
0: them attached to strings. That's <laughs> <fair>. That's, <laughs> That's full-on a, a weekend. metaphor, you know. Full-on weekend metaphor. at Bernie's. Man, he's not dead. The, he's just... The 25th Amendment allows the president... You think walked across the oh, wall boy. the other day like no, this? All we right, you're an idiot. Strings up high. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The 25th Amendment... All right, just give me a signal when you're (laughs) done with your ludicrous, (laughs) unrealistic, and insulting little comedy riff. (laughs) The 25th Amendment, Jack, allows for the president to be stripped of authority of the Veep, and the majority of cabinet members tell Congress that the president is, quote, unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. Hmm. You know... There ought to be a, a new rule introduced. There's. You ever heard the term Mendoza line? That's an old baseball term. There was a. I can't remember who he played for. Probably the Yankees. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a light hitting infielder, Mendoza. And if you if you're below his batting average, you're below the Mendoza line. You're really really doing poorly. Maybe the Twenty Fifth Amendment needs to be uh, amended. Like so that. Fail. Well, or, or, you know, if if the president gets four major decisions disastrously wrong in a row, it's like a game <laughs> show. He gets booted off. So it's the like a goat the, falls off the mountain. It's or, like the
0: three X's up there on, uh, what is that called? Family Feud. Uh, right, through, right. Or, or
3: The Price is Right. Da-da, yeah.
0: da-da. They walk you out with a parting gift. Right, exactly. <laughs> you get a washer dryer and out the door you go. Kamala Harris is president. Uh, horror. See, that's a horror. I said horror. Yes. Two syllables there. Um uh she frightens the hell out of me and, uh, and her, can you imagine her being in charge of stuff like this? What 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 no. what, what ability or insight would she bring to the table on this story?
3: Uh, well, the only scenario in which that would be a good idea is if Biden is actually Non mentis, whether part of the time or all of the time. And she has, you know, uh, 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 well, I was going to say good advisors, dot, dot, dot. But the, the advisors yeah, that surround the president at this point. Oh, Come boy. on now. Wow. Now that was a. What would you pay for that shot? That was a cheap shot right there. Hope you enjoyed it. It was only a quarter. Uh, but that's uh, about what it was worth. Uh, but the president surrounded himself with a cabal of uh, boobs. So uh, I don't know. I don't, these are not good times.
0: Uh, not good times. If you're a T-Mobile customer, I don't know if you've heard that news. We'll bring that to you. I'm going to buy something called the Frame, which I just became aware of yesterday. I don't know if you know what the Frame is. Uh, hot new idea in the world of art. A um, bunch of different stuff we'll get to, and uh, in your comments on the text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
4: Armstrong. The
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. Folks, uh, it's been three days since Kabul fell. In the last 24 hours, U.S. troops have restored order inside Kabul's airport, allowing evacuation flights to resume. And when they're done there, maybe they could get them to restore order at our airports, because there's a guy duct taped to a seat and coach screaming about how masks are contaminating
0: his sperm. <laughs> Uh I realize he was just trying to set up the punchline, but his uh his his premise to set it up is not very accurate of what's going on. No. No. We There's have
3: still uh, rescue flights taking off with very few people on board.
0: Well, and we have some troops there, but we're flying people out if the Taliban lets them come to the airport and fly out. We we have no say in that really. Um more on that later. So T Mobile announced that they got hacked. Um Which is T-Mobile, can you hear me now? That's Verizon. What's Mm, T-Mobile? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, We're hackable. (laughs) (laughs) Hackers, come on in. Tired of only you knowing your social security number? (laughs) T-Mobile. Why did we need your
3: social security number? Not clear, (laughs) but now everybody's got it. We're (laughs) T-Mobile.
0: That's a terrible slogan. No, yeah, so they got hacked. <laughs> it's awfully
3: long, for one thing.
0: 40 million people, all their information, including their Social Security numbers, uh, belong to Fuzzy Bear? Waka, waka, waka! No, what's it's the name wrong. of the hacker? Uh, fancy Bear. Fancy Bear.
3: And there's another one. Uh, there's another bear out there. Or
0: the there, Chinese okay. government, or who, who knows who. But but does anybody bat an eye when you hear this sort of stuff? I assume 10 different people have my social security number at this point, either hacking my credit card or my phone or the, 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 the bank, whatever you were with. They got hacked at some point. Well, recent
3: arrivals via the southern border, I'm sure, are lining up for viable social security numbers to, uh, you know, to get all their paperwork going. So who knows how many people are
0: using my identity? T-Mobile want to be blackmailed by the Chinese government some future date? T-Mobile yeah well there are about 50 to 500 major American corporations that could use that same slogan hey you're an art lover I am are you familiar with the frame which I just became familiar with by walking into a Best Buy last night I had never seen one they had a display oh, set up the Samsung TV the Samsung the frame yeah I own one. Oh, you do I how do you, how do you how come you haven't talked about it? <laughs> it's uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> so the idea is absolutely fantastic. It's, it's your television. I would use it for the art, but it looks like a picture frame and it looks like you have paintings on there and you can set it up to have whatever you want show up on the wall and it looks fantastic. Do you use it for your TV mostly?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when the TV's off, you know, you can have it all the way off, off, like to save electricity, or you can have it in the mode where it it turns into art. So and they have several, quite a few that are actually quite attractive that are free. And then you can like buy a subscription too. that's what I want to do and really get into
0: it. The way they make it look. Because originally when I thought about it, I thought, well, it's going to have that bright lit, but it doesn't look like that. It it looks fantastic. It Um, really does. And I watched watched it scroll through all the art and I thought, I'd love to have this Um, and, you know, just change your art out on a regular basis and you can get the 50 inch version or the 75 inch version or whatever size painting you want on your wall and change it out, fitting your mood. I'm feeling dark and gray. I get some, uh, you know, dark gray Russian painter. I'm um, feeling lively. I get some sort of Pablo Picasso up there or something. but uh, Sure, some sort of flat-headed woman playing a lute. This seems like you the know. future of having art in your home to me. That You just change it out on a regular basis. You know, it's funny.
3: That hadn't really occurred to me. It just It's nice to have, when the TV is off, not a big,
0: black, ugly screen on
3: the wall. It's, uh-huh. it's something pretty.
0: Um, more of lots of stuff on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show I spoke to a group of Afghans. They've all worked on this space for over five years. Not one has a visa. What did you do on this space? What oh, was your work, job? Yeah, I work in billeting office. In the billing office, finding office, yeah. people, places, to yeah, rooms. Yeah. If you go back home, are you worried? So if you go outside, of course they will kill us. You're here. You all have badges. You're on the space, and you can't get out. That seems like a total collapse of. Bureaucracy? Or it seems like they just don't care? Yeah, they don't care, I think. So what is it like for all of you to watch these planes take off in front of you yeah. and know that you can't well, get on one? i We're be,
0: be crying. What's so
1: sad for us? Do you feel betrayed? Yeah.
0: I saw, for some reason, I saw a stream of uh, criticism of that Richard Engel. That's who you just heard there of NBC News. Saying he's become just an opinion journalist now. He has completely ruined his reputation. Um you know, he was leading those people a direction. Do you feel betrayed? But that is what they feel. I mean, it's pretty pretty clear from you know, all their other answers and everything they were saying. They think they're gonna be killed. They've worked at that airport for years. Nobody's talking to them about getting them out at all.
3: Right. Yeah, you could make the argument he led them, but with their limited English, I think, you know, you could almost excuse it. Boy, that's brutal.
0: Uh, Oh, I would say, so there's a chance we're going to get all the Americans out. That's, what is the number? 12,000 U.S. citizens that are still in Afghanistan. That is a lot of freaking people. That's before you get to the tens of thousands of interpreters and cooks and everything else. People that helped us. You know, uh, uh, what was Mike Lyon's number? His number was like 70,000 or something. I right. mean, if you and add... those
3: people are being hunted door to door by the Taliban as we speak.
0: Because you have to include their families, obviously. And I just say, thanks for being an interpreter. If you'd like to move to uh, Australia, we can get your... No, your family has to stay, your wife and kids. No, so you got to get the whole families out of there. So we got like 100,000 people that ought to get out of there. We're only talking about getting the Americans out. Who knows if we're going to be able to do that as we... So I'd say that's an iffy proposition at best. Sure. We talked with Josh Rogan about that earlier. You should check the podcast for hour two. But as he said, at any point, the Taliban or one faction of the Taliban or two Taliban members themselves could decide to start shooting Americans. And then this turns into a whole different story. 12,000 U.S. citizens that are still stuck there. But so there's a chance we get them out, and those guys that are working at the airport, then as soon as we got the last people on the plane, they're just standing there waiting for the Taliban to come in and shoot them.
3: Yeah. Well, you hope they just shoot you.
0: That's the good scenario. Yeah. Freaking unbelievable. Freaking unbelievable. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Jake Sullivan, a national security advisor, said they planned for every contingency. This was completely okay. So this was this was planned.
3: Well, and if the Taliban doesn't let us get our people out, we will hold them accountable
0: Yeah, somehow. Yesterday, the Taliban did a press conference in which they, for some reason, uh, or people believed them for some reason, the Taliban said, no, 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 we're a a new, different Taliban. We're a kinder, gentler Taliban, and women are going to have rights and all this different sort of crap. Uh, But they're closing schools all across the country. They're raping women all across the country. And yesterday, at uh, one town, a woman got shot in the street there's video of it. I haven't watched it. I don't want to see it shot in the street uh, to die in a pool of blood because she uh, didn't have a face covering on. So that's the kind of gentler, gentler Taliban that they put out for the media yesterday.
3: Yeah, well, they're just trying to, you know, come off as somewhat benign to get a little international recognition and to, to, as I said to Josh Rogan, grease the skids to reestablish their control over the entire city. And then as soon as they have that, as soon as they feel like their footing is is good, then they'll uh, bring the brutality, as they always do. They're thugs, they're lunatics, they're extremists. They're horrifying. Quoted uh, General Mattis the other day, and and by the way, his sentiments record by people who are emailing us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. It was a pleasure to kill these people. You know, sometimes in warfare, your enemy's your enemy just because they're your enemy. Uh, But there are plenty of guys who say, oh, yeah, these people are evil, evil scum. And I was happy to rid the earth of as many as I could.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting thought. Uh, I never, I wasn't in the military, never served in war like my brother has. And I've often wondered about because if you're you're fighting some guy who's fighting for his country and he thinks you know like in Iraq he thinks we're occupying whatever it eh, you know kill or be killed better 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 them than me that sort of thing but you know could you do it could you pull the trigger how would you feel about it Taliban I, I, I think I could do that without batting an eye I think God oh, it's too bad there's only ten of them I mean they are they're just the the worst yeah
3: yep horrific. On on a hundred different levels, uh, there's some really interesting information out about the census. The full census just got released, and I want to dive into that in a couple of minutes. First, though, a quick word from our beloved sponsor, Simply Safe Home Security. It's your best option. Have you clicked on the website yet to check it out? It's definitely worth doing to protect yourself and your family or your business from fire, burglary, medical emergency, good folks, and good
0: technology. So you go to simplysafe.com/Armstrong, and that's how you're going to get the special deal we're going to mention to you in just a second. But that's where you go to uh, order um, your Simply Safe system. You click around and customize it to your home. And then when it comes, you'll set it up yourself in about 30 minutes with all kinds of uh, easy to access help from the Simply Safe people about setting up the system, too.
3: Yeah, not a lot of drilling holes and wires and stuff like that. It's really easy and simple. Simply Safe. And as our listener, you can save twenty percent off on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month free when you sign up for interactive monitoring services by going to SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. Customize that system like Jack was saying. Start protecting your home and your family or your business. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. Did you hear the story? You probably heard it over and over and over again. That the uh, there's a big decline in the number of white people in America.
0: That was the headline out of We're the becoming census.
3: Much more diverse, and it's wonderful, and everything. This is great, and we all know it. Actually, those numbers are very, very easy to misinterpret. As usually the uh, as usually happens, the drive-by media drove by and misinterpreted the data. Well, first, uh,
0: but we can dive into it to start with. Um, why is that such a headline? I don't understand that as an emphasis anyway. Because I'm supposed to be in favor of diversity, and I hate
3: white people because white people are, are systemically racist or something. I just All I know is I'm supposed to love diversity. Don't hurt me.
0: Have you ever noticed that people of all hues of color are capable of slaughtering other people for all kinds of reasons? See the Taliban. See Rwanda. See... Uh, cc rider that part of the country that i can't think of right now uh the former uh over by yugoslavia um mm. just you know but whatever the idea that the, if we have less white people the country will automatically be better you people I'm, I'm are not, idiots i'm not I saying think it, that's your main problem <laughs> I don't think that, i'm not saying it's going to be worse i don't think it makes any difference it's just it's weird that you feel that way yeah Yep. Anyway, so we can dive
3: a little bit into the census data. Uh, one of the most interesting aspects of it is is huge changes in uh, Cal Unicornia. Um, so we could touch on that. But uh, oh, here's if you have to tune in uh, or tune out rather right now for whatever reason. Number one, if you miss anything, you can get it via podcast at Armstrong and Getty on demand. Uh, secondly, your go to. How many people are in this country? It's a reference people make all the time. Go with 330 million, because that's almost exactly correct. Okay. So that, and uh, if you f- didn't find that fascinating, uh, we have much more for you coming up in moments.
0: In Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings...
3: Can't run from your past. Simu Liu stars in the latest superhero story from Marvel. And at the film's big Hollywood premiere, he said it's been a tough couple of years for Asian Americans.
2: But we're here today to experience joy.
3: And for years, he says, Asian Americans have been othered in the U.S.
2: And a lot of people, myself included, grew up feeling like they didn't truly belong. But he hopes with this film, that changes. I want everybody to know that they're seen, you know, and and that they matter and that they should be proud of who they are.
3: Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings opens Labor Day weekend. (laughs) Well... I really hope. I don't know. Sounds like cultural appropriation to me.
0: I really hope that the the group in America that gets the highest scores in school has the most (laughs) home per capita income. um, Name the success measure. And they're at the top of it. I hope they start to finally feel like they belong. What?
3: (laughs) Stop othering them. So the top line numbers for the US census came out in April. They're releasing a bunch more information this week and it's kind of gotten eclipsed by some of the other obvious news. Quick refresher, US top 331 million people. That's up from 308 million in 2010. Uh California, uh, these are states that each lost a congressional seat because they lost population or at least, you know, compared to the other states. California, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, losers. <laughs> <laughs> these these states gained a seat: Florida, North Carolina, Colorado, Oregon, Montana, Texas gained two seats. But now they're getting to the demographic, uh, and racial, and and stuff information and, and age, which is really pretty interesting, but not in the way the stupid, stupid morons of the mainstream media would have you believe. Um, the age stuff is pretty straightforward. The U.S. fertility has continued to slow over the last decade. The overall population growth of just more than 7% was the slowest ever. Latest age data shown a glaring spotlight on the phenomena. Over the last 10 years, the total number of children living in America actually decreased. We've lost children. It's about a difference of a million children from 2010 to 2020. By comparison, the number of adults is up by 24 million. We are an aging country. Italy, Italy, China, us. Uh, Let's see. The racial data you heard so much about was a little harder to interpret than it was portrayed. The share of Americans who identified themselves as white dropped to 57.8% of the population. We'll call it 58%. As in prior years, America's growing minority population was primarily driven by growth among Hispanics who've gone in 30 years from 9% to 19% of the population. Asians have roughly doubled their share of the population since 1990. They now make up about 6% of Americans. Uh, they also mentioned, before I get to the punchline, the population of white Americans didn't just shrink relative to other groups. There was an absolute decrease of 5 million white people compared to 2010. It's the first time America's white population, in record, as recorded in a census, has shrunk dating back to 1790. Moving All down. right. All right, then. All right. Hang on. Hang on now. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. The change is in part because of changes in the way the census is constructed. Mm. It makes it easier for respondents to record their racial identity in more detail, more granule detail. It's the number of people who identified themselves as exclusively white, which has shrunk. The number of people who identify themselves as belonging to more than one race jumped from 9 million to 33
0: million in 10 years. And so that's not different people showing up that's people classifying themselves differently a lot right
3: right and it it could be a, a lot of people who used to identify as as exclusively white checked off another box turned out they got a little indian heritage so they threw that in there why not this is the melting pot so it's just it's a it's at least partly just a change in the way gotcha. you report your race yeah um on the other hand it's not just an accounting blip. They point out that more people died than were born in half of U.S. counties over the past decade. That's shocking if you think of it.
0: Oh, I guarantee, uh, yeah, most of the places I'm from, that's true. That's well, yeah, rural areas. Yeah, well, it's probably true Probably true in a lot of urban areas. Why wouldn't it be?
3: you, yeah, got, it was a most where, notable you got a suburb where places. people
0: aren't having kids. Yeah. San Francisco's got to be having more deaths than births.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Other phenomena may have also contributed uh, to lower birth rates among white people in recent years, from the opioid epidemic afflicting many rural and small-town areas to habitually smaller families, started later among many professional class people.
0: So, anyway. You only really care about the race stuff if you're a racist, though, isn't that the case. Oh damn it. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I-, I meant to get to this.
3: Because of various court decisions and and attitudes which I think are sick and ultimately bad, as Jack was starting to point out, there are all sorts of racial tests for congressional districts. Does this district, you know, uh, accurately portray the number of black people and are they being carved off into weird districts and is it possible for black people to get elected? And so the the weirdly shaped districts, the tortured process of putting together districts, a lot of that has to do with various philosophies and legal decisions um, about how you have to make sure black people are getting their votes represented. Um, historically, it's been all about black people. Well, now you have uh, going back to those uh, percentages I was hitting earlier. Um, you have nineteen percent of the population's Hispanics. So, what about an area that's like heavily black and Hispanic with a sprinkling of white people? Who am I supposed to be worried about in this scenario? What about an a uh, district with a lot of Asians, handful of Hispanics, and bunch of black people? It used to be the question in America: majority white minority black now it's so much more complicated that's going to throw all that already complicated and probably dopey redistricting stuff into a you know a new mess a different how, mess how
0: many high schools and colleges across the country though are the valedictorians or the people in the the, the, the highest group or whatever all Asians how all, all of lo- them but three how long do you get to call yourself or be concerned about being othered when you're dominating every field of endeavor other than sports I I don't think I know a single person
3: who has ever expressed any negative view of Asian people. I mean, I remember the whole Tiger Mom pe- thing. People saying that's probably not good to drive your kids that hard. I mean, all all told, you know, when you look at life in in, in totality, but well,
0: that was a uh, a manner of parenting. It had nothing to do with specifically you have to be Asian to do it,
3: right? Right. Yeah. I, I would say to that actor, I'm, I'm sorry you felt othered or whatever, although you were probably just convinced of that in a college social class after yeah. growing up pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, nobody, nobody hates you. Or only, only a very small minority of morons has anything to do, has anything against Asian people, rather. You love this country? You work hard? Oh my God. I'm, we're blessed to have you. There's the Armstrong and Getty doctrine. Please.
0: But if the kids are getting better grades and the parents are making more money averaging on all these different things, I mean, what measure do you, what other measure is there for fitting superhero into Superhero
3: movies. <laughs>
0: for fitting Obviously. into society.
3: They haven't had an Asian superhero yet. Okay. It's Maybe. their time, man. Maybe that's the and standard. Dude. Hispanics, I don't, I don't know what you're waiting for. I mean, uh, you got to get militant about this. You know, El, el Hancho uh, Grande. Or, uh, you know, how about let's give the gals a chance?
0: El Hancho Grande.
3: I mean, I I don't speak a lot of Spanish, but let's have a a superhero woman who's clearly Hispanic, and uh, I don't know, she'll be like every other damn boring superhero, but uh, make references to uh, Hispanic music, and everybody will be overjoyed by that at the New York Times and NPR.
0: So, just came across this in headline form, a moving, I'm told, an extraordinary speech from a veteran MP on the floor of Parliament, Fairly harsh words for President Biden on Afghanistan. So this is someone in Great Britain who had served as a hundred. At one time, they had a 100,000 people in Afghanistan. Uh, So maybe we'll get to that next hour. If you haven't heard the guy going nutso at the uh, supervisors meeting in San Diego about masks and vaccines, it's pretty entertaining. Nutso. That's a little judgmental. I just found him adamant. Okay. Well, uh, enthusiastic. um, Yeah. Strident. So we'll, uh, we'll play that for you, and, uh, and you can determine whether or not you think he's hinged or, or non-hinged, unhinged. He throws an N-bomb around, by the way,
3: uh, Nazi bomb. He's a little, little, little too enamored with Nazi metaphors for my taste, but again, <laughs> that's personal taste.
0: That's to kick off. Yeah, some people like more salt than others. It's just the spice. Right. Uh, we'll kick off hour four with that. If you ever miss an hour, well, God help you. But go to armstrongandgetty.com to get the podcast.
3: 331 million people in this great country. Oh, 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 wait, I'm watching Texas. 332, 333, they, Yeah, and nobody has any idea who they are.
0: Yeah, I I wish we'd take any time to look at our population growth and think, how much of this was people being born? How much of this was policy? How much of it was people just flowing into the country, as many as they want from wherever they want? Because that's a weird way to grow your population. hmm
4: Armstrong and Getty.